Hello and welcome to another podcast. I am Coach Marky Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. So those of you who are regular listeners to my program, thank you so much for joining me and keeping this program what it is. And it's lovely to see that you are from all around the world. And if you're new to the program, a warm welcome. Those of you who do listen to me on a regular basis know that from time to time I speak out quite openly about dealing with mental health challenges and how it can impact our life. And of course, my, my podcasts cover a wide range of things, including English as a second language and career and interview techniques. Also, business development and marketing and how to almost promote and sell yourself in the best way possible. It also looks at what happens if you want to be an entrepreneur yourself. Maybe you want to launch your own business. So, as you know, I speak about a variety of things, but with an angle of English as a second language. But it's for native speakers too. So whatever and however you are looking for me to help you today, welcome to the program. This program today, I wanted to share a bit more about mental health issues. Um, and I'm sat here at the moment recording this and where I'm currently staying um, because my accommodation is temporary because of my personal situation in life and what's happened. Um, then I'm in a place at the moment where there is a pool and you can hear people laughing and playing in the pool. In fact, you might even hear some of it in the background noise and as we go because they seem to be having a great time. Um, but today... Well, actually, the last few months, <laughs> I would say, never mind days, um, it's it's been hard for me. It's been very hard for me from a mental health point of view. Um, if you've listened to my other podcasts on this, you will be aware that I struggle with complex post-traumatic stress disorder and OCD and depression, suicidal thoughts. Um, and mainly this has happened because of abusive situations, firstly, my my primary abusive situation when I was younger, and then sadly becoming involved with somebody who was exceptionally abusive and controlling um, and for a very long period of time. And that has left me with significant, I would say, impacts that I don't know some days how to recover from. Um, and I'm listening to the people in the pool and it just struck me. I thought, I can't remember the last time that I actually genuinely and authentically did something like that without worrying about my future, my health, my physical health has suffered because of having COVID now five times. Um, the financial impacts that have been brought upon me from the COVID, um, because of course, when you can't coach, you can't speak, you can't use your voice, you can't work. Um, and also what's happened, as I've just described, um, in leaving a very abusive long-term relationship um, where I literally lost everything um, my main income my job status my investment in that company and also into property that I'd invested money that I had managed to make um, from a good property investment when I was about 22 23 um, and yeah ultimately it feels like nothing to show nothing to show um and i'm 46 years of age shall we say that's being quite honest and direct with you all and to have lost everything that i worked so hard for and gave my entire life for pretty much if you look at the length of my relationship it was a very long-term relationship 
to then find out that you have been treated in a way that, as I say, my mental health issues were not the full story here, but totally um, abused and misused and then have been used against me um, going forward to try and leave this abusive relationship and all of the legal ramifications that it's caused in the most hideous way. Um, and being a guy, it's harder to be heard. It's harder for you to speak out in the first place. And it is not perhaps seen as widely acceptable to even talk about it. But as you know from these podcasts, I talk about stuff like Joe McGuire, as I say in my, my show notes, I am Joe McGuire. I, I'm basically speaking the things that other people would perhaps think, but dare not say. And um, if there's one thing that I wanted to share in this particular podcast, it's about how when you lose everything, it makes you very dangerous. Let me explain that. Um, so, you know, when you have something to hold on for, when you have, you know, some sort of, when other people have some sort of leverage, shall we say, leverage is a strange word, isn't it? Leverage is meaning that somebody has something that they can use to manipulate you or to control the situation. But the biggest mistake that anybody can make with anybody else is to lose all leverage, okay? Because once you've taken everything away from a person, there is nothing more that they have to lose. And that makes them very dangerous, very dangerous. So in a way, um, as a guy who has nothing to lose, it means I can speak out. I can, I can speak more freely, like I say, about mental health matters, about stuff that's going on in the world. Because if you have nothing to lose, well, what, what is the only thing I've got to lose now, people, to be honest with you, is my life. And frankly speaking, and I'm being very honest and real here because I believe that if there was one reason I really went full steam into these podcasts for you all over the last, I think probably the last month or so actually, um, is because I you know, realized I couldn't keep coaching at the level I was intensively. I still do some coaching, but of course, as you know, if you're a client of mine and hello, and thank you for listening, don't worry, <laughs> your sessions are still safe. Um, but, you know, I've not taken on any new coaching. I'm just honoring the coaching that has already been booked in advance with me. Um, if people want to do one-off pieces of coaching, like I've recently podcasted about the career crisis, and if you want an intensive 60-minute session, that's fine, okay? But everything else, I'm just like, I cannot at this stage, right, in my life do that type of intensive coaching um, on a regular, repeatable basis. So this is why I've put myself into the podcasting, because when you reach this kind of point in your life and you have nothing left to lose except your life yourself, when you even start to think, I don't know what value your life has, Mark. OK, this is where things reach when you lose absolutely everything. So this is the, the biggest thing. Um, for everybody to be aware of when it comes to your mental health. If you lose everything, the good news is, is that, well, if you feel you've lost everything, you've got nothing more to lose other than your life itself. And I pray to goodness that none of you listening to this today are feeling in that place that I am right now. If you are, I would like you to know and hear from me that you're not alone, though. I think that's why it's really important for me to say that. That said, if you are at that place in your life, I hope again to goodness that you're able to reach out and speak to somebody about it. Myself, I can podcast about it. Um, 
I don't feel that I can speak to anybody directly about this because I'm kind of sick of hearing myself saying it. When you've had a mental health condition, as I have had on and off, more on than off recently, um, since about the age of, well, very young, six, seven, eight years old, things started to really show up. And it's not been treated and left to run for this amount of time till you're 46. It's kind of hard. It's exhausting. Every day is a battle. Every day is a battle with your own mind and still trying to push forward. And then, of course, when you end up, as I have, um, unfortunately, in very bad abusive situations that just re-exposes you to more trauma uh, that is similar to the original trauma and takes further things from you, then you start to, to, to literally burn out. You're just done. Okay. Um, now we always say that it's never over till it's over. Um, take a rest. I often, you'll hear my other podcast, advocate for that myself. Um, I'm trying to be my own advocate today, but I'm struggling. And I'm hoping that by speaking about it will at least lessen some of the intensity of my feelings right now. Because for me at present, it is a very uh, difficult stage of my life to be in um, and has been for the last fair few weeks. Um, where I have teetered. That's a good English expression, but not a nice place. If you be teetering on the edge, it means you are kind of balancing on a very fine, fine line. Okay, and it could go one of many ways. Um, and it has been an all-out battle um, to to push it in the direction of still hanging in here and trying to find some hope, trying to find something I can push myself into that I can energetically do, um, and of course still keep keep everything going um and as i've said i believe that even in this place of what i would call very dark place that i am in right now and you will probably listen to other podcasts and find it hard to work out how can it be dark if i sound so cheery but this is the thing you have to put on that that front that image okay and i'm not saying that at times i don't lift myself up of course and this is what's misunderstood about mental health issues you're either expected to be all down and not functioning at all and broken, sat in a corner rocking, okay, or you're totally fine and everything's fixed. That's nonsense. Um, you know, we have ups and downs and fluctuations. That's a great expression. Okay, fluctuating, okay, it can, you can have a good minute and then a bad minute, a good minute, then a bad minute, or a bad minute, a bad minute, a bad hour, a bad day, then you have a good day, a good day, a good day. This is why it is so difficult for people with mental health issues to, um, I think, engage at times in everyday society because this kind of fluctuation that can happen is very confusing to people who are not struggling with so many mental health challenges and burdens um, or who have a better way of coping even with hard things in life. And so it can confuse people. And that is the biggest challenge or it's misunderstood. And um, employers equally have problems with um, employees who may have mental health issues because they don't understand it well enough. Compared to a physical health issue, you can make accommodations and adaptations. But mental health matters can fluctuate so quickly in a short space of time, particularly if you are teetering or you are precariously placed right now and in a vulnerable position. So I wanted to speak about that. I like people to know that they're not alone. If you are feeling like that, please try to reach out and speak to somebody about it. Or if you can't, maybe like me, podcast, journal, write this down. See if you can do something to help you 
control those feelings and make them less scary. Um, I know myself the, the the panic attacks, the the almost like the abyss that seems to open up um, and almost make you feel like you are going to literally, yeah, just collapse. Um, you know, I know the sleepless nights, the two three a.m. waking up in a cold sweat. Um, you know, I know the nightmares. I feel for you if you are struggling or with any any type of mental health challenge or physical health challenge these days. Okay, um, we are going through difficult times, but I really want to speak about people who have a longer term mental health or physical health issues because. To be honest with you, I think it is a miracle we're all still going and we're still trying to walk forward despite some very heavy winds of oppression against us um, and being misunderstood by society at large. I hope that what I'm able to prove by my podcast, though, is that it is possible for you to have these things and still make sense on other matters. Um, You know, um, a good friend of mine says that uh, last time she checked, Broken crayons still colour just great. So even though you might be broken in places, there are still things that you can do. And we should take pride or at least some comfort from that, feeling that we are contributing somewhere. But of course, society's judgment of us can not help because it's like contribution is seen as how much money you're making or are you able to do whatever it is, okay? And it is kind of like sometimes it's just enough contribution to get up and do a podcast. That is a success today. Um, if you contrast it with the thought of maybe you don't get up, that maybe you're not here to get up. So when we bring things and boil things down to that level, of how bad things can get, then I believe doing a podcast a day or several a day is an absolute achievement. And if you yourself are having days or weeks or months or years like this yourself, please know, like I say, that I do understand. I hear you. I see you. I don't know what the answers are. Um, I do know, however, that it is still possible to bring out the parts of you that do work from time to time. And when your energy is good, then you can get back out there and share them with the world. The challenge for us all is what we do at times when things don't work very well and we have to just go away from the world. And yet the world is still pursuing us because the world will not stop, right? Bills still have to be paid. Rent still has to come. Food still has to be bought if you have an appetite to eat, which thankfully I find I I totally lose. so, you know, I can sort of cut back on, on the food. But of course, if you don't eat, then you get sick. So even though you don't want to eat, I'm not advocating for that. I have to be very careful here. I'm trying to say, even though I find it hard myself, so it feels a bit hypocritical, try to eat something, um, preferably nutritious if you can and you can afford it. Because if you don't, because of your mental health being bad and you've lost your appetite, then your, your physical body still needs the nutrition, right? And then, then that starts to suffer. Um, and then it makes you more prone to picking up other things like COVID, for example, if your immune system goes downhill. Um, and other bits if you start to fall off, which then makes you feel even worse about your, your situation, which doesn't help your mental health, all right? So we get into a vicious cycle. And I really wanted to speak out about that today, let you know that I know what that's like. Um, and you know, that whole poverty, uh, and situation of being stuck and feeling like, you know, you just, you've lost hope, you've lost hope. Um, but 
even in times of losing hope for yourself personally, I still try to keep hope for all of you. All of my lovely listeners, no matter where you are in the world, I thank you for listening. Um, and, you know, I hope I'm sharing as much as I can here to encourage you all or to give you the, certainly on the technicals of English, interview techniques, career, I can still do that. And if I can still do that, then at least I've done something today. Whether it makes me money is another matter, um, but I'm not trying to value myself anymore in monetary terms. I've kind of given up um, on that one. Um, there is a saying, isn't there, that build it and they will come. Uh, I think it was from a film with Kevin Costner, a very old film now called Field of Dreams. And in it, you know, it's a magical story, isn't it? Where, you know, he builds this baseball pitch that he's always thought about and then people showed up all, you know. And But in real life, things don't work like that always, they say. Um, build it and they won't come. Um, put the offers out there and they won't take your offer. <laughs> um and I don't know what the answer is on that. I know, personally speaking, my humble opinion is that we're playing a game that most of us can't win. And when you feel that, when you realize, this is different, when you realize you're playing a game you can't win, then it kind of makes you think, well, why am I playing the game? And that's where I've reached in my mind at the moment. Um, if there was a hope of winning something, if there was a hope of something getting better on some level, but when all levels are wrecked financially, spiritually, physically health-wise, mental health-wise, um, your relationships, whatever it is, you know, then what is there? What is there? So all I've decided that what is left is literally that it's a game I can't win. And so if I can't win any part of this game, it's not just, like, I don't want to win the entire game because we can't always win, right? We've got to win some and lose some. But if you're losing on every single level, that I've just mentioned there. Okay, if there was just one glimmer of something on one of those levels, then maybe it makes it worthwhile fighting forward for. But when all of those levels have literally been annihilated or been taken away from you or just actively attacked, then there's no point. There's zero point. So the fighter that is in me and still will be fighting until the very bitter end, until this is time out on here, says this. Still going to be here, still going to be putting out my podcast for you, or giving you lots of technical knowledge and expertise, interview strategy, whatever. I'm building it. I don't know whether you'll come, but I don't really mind anymore. It's just the fact of actually, I know that in a way, I'm uploading myself to the internet. All of the stuff, the years of coaching, the business expertise, my thoughts, take it or leave it. You don't have to listen to them all. I'm putting it out there. And in a way, I feel comforted by that that I'm preserving that for as long as this podcast remains out there, for as long as Anchor and Spotify and all the other platforms I'm on and now published all over and shared on social media, I'm everywhere, right? So it doesn't really matter. Even if I'm no longer here, all of this will now be out there. That's my goal, and I'm achieving that goal. And that is something that today is the one thing that is keeping me going. The one thing that I'm determined to do is to ensure that pretty much every last drop is uploaded from my head then i can say job well done in the meantime this isn't meant to depress anybody or to bring anybody down i'm just being real i'm being honest remember i say i say the things that others feel that dare not say and i'm saying them okay love me or hate me for it i don't want anybody's sympathy i don't want anybody's like condemnation either i just 
it is what it is. It's there as a thought for you today. If you're struggling, I see you, I feel you. It's unfair, I know, and I don't have the answers. If you don't have these challenges, I'm pleased for you. I'm thrilled and I want you to keep going and always make sure that you and your loved ones stay safe from being in abusive situations or situations where life can take and rip away everything from you. I pray that all of you never go through some of the things that I and other people similar to myself have gone through and are going through because I don't believe there's anybody on planet Earth that actually deserves that. We may have done some things in our life that are not great. We're not angels all the time. Lord knows alone I'm not either. The point is here, though, nobody deserves, if you're trying to just get on and live a good and honest life as best as you can, to be put through some of the trauma. And this is the thing, trauma is the biggest damage. Trauma, you know, and if you don't have a support structure or your support structure was the actual structure that was giving you the trauma, then we have a huge problem. We have a huge problem. Because whereas if you've gone through a trauma, but you come from a stable family, or you go through a trauma, but you were in a nice stable relationship, then you have a chance. You have a chance of healing. You have a chance of support. But if you don't have that, if it's all precarious, and this is why I speak out about social poverty, about homelessness, about you know the fact of people are misunderstood and then treated badly by society, and then it just becomes a, a vicious cycle. It's a downward spiral from there. Okay, And if you fall through the gaps in systems that are meant to protect you, like the NHS, Barnsley NHS, once again, I will name you until literally I do take my last breath. In South Yorkshire, UK, should be absolutely disgusted with themselves. Sorry. It was the most atrocious experience ever to be sat on a waiting list for trauma therapy for over, what, five years. I've lost count. I'm probably still on the list. And I had to, in the end, leave the UK because of the amount of the PTSD was causing. I couldn't function in the UK. I have no home to go back to in the UK. Um, I've lost everything, absolutely everything, partly to trauma and partly to further abuse. And I will keep saying that until, literally, as I say, until I take my last breath. And frankly speaking, I hope that nobody else in the UK because the UK is atrocious for mental health support. I hope that you are not struggling in the same way that I did to get help to be seen and heard. I believe that men have a harder time being taken seriously. Um, I don't know whether it would have been the same if I'd have been a woman saying about these issues way back in 2016, 17. Um, but anyway, this is my rant over. It wasn't meant to be a rant. It's kind of turned into one, hasn't it? And I'm so sorry. I really am. If you've listened this far, God bless you. And thank you for your patience and your compassion for listening. Um, you don't deserve to listen to this. Nobody deserves to listen to this nonsense. Um, I'm just keeping it very real here because I think it's important that we present the face of what mental health issues do to you, how some days are better than others. And I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there because I don't think people do this and I don't think society understands. Um, and I've got nothing to lose. I hope you have lots that you still care about in your life and um, have a blessed day going forward. Wherever you're listening into the world, please, please stay safe. 
Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you have enjoyed it, please feel free to sponsor a segment. If you're listening on Spotify, you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month, which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated. If you prefer to do something one-off, then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee. Again, details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via Stripe. And again, this enables me to continue providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here so even if you can't afford high level coaching i'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you and of course you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast Put me on your social media, everywhere that you go, tweet about me, blog about me, whatever you'd like to do about me, as long as it's beneficial and it's polite, okay? I welcome all of that, but please just circulate the information far and wide. Our job here in the Coach Mark Manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price. Take care. I'll see you soon.